Social Ventures Australia brings you this podcast from the SVA Quarterly, the leading management publication for the social sector in Australia. I'm Karen Proud, editor of the SVA Quarterly, and I'm talking to Dan Code from SVA Consulting. Hi, Dan. Hey, Karen. Dan, you've written an article for the SVA Quarterly on the features of successful community leadership programs. Why is developing leadership capacity in communities so important? Well, Karen, I think there's a growing understanding that solutions to challenges in regional and remote communities, you know, and and communities everywhere really, um, only succeed if there's community involvement and participation in developing and designing those solutions. So I think what's really important is that this then requires strong community leadership. And for various reasons, this community leadership and this community capacity is not always present. So for these programs to work, what we really need to look at doing is how can we support and grow this local leadership capacity for them to be able to provide the input in developing these solutions. And SEA has evaluated a number of regional and remote community leadership programs. Can you describe some of these programs and uh, what successes looked like for them? Uh, we recently evaluated 10 uh, regional community leadership programs in Victoria who have been supported by Regional Development Victoria. What we saw was that they've been really successful in being able to build this leadership capacity. Uh, for example, the Lodden Murray Community Leadership Program, which operates in Victoria's north, um, it's been, it was established in 1998, so has been running for nearly 20 years. Um, And it's been really successful in helping its graduates improve their leadership skills, also become more self-confident, as well as developing their networks and and their practical experience in in leadership. What we saw across all of the programs is that they were really successful. One of the the key findings was that in the 2016 local council elections, 34 of the 50 regional areas had at least one graduate from the RCLPs who nominated. And that's a fantastic demonstration of how the programs have encouraged their participants and their graduates to become more engaged in the community. Um, Another recent evaluation we've done was with the MATU Leadership Program. That operates in the Western Desert in Western Australia, and it's run by KJ, um, who have been um, working since 2005 to help look after MATU culture and build uh, the sustainability of the MATU community. What the MATU Leadership Program has focused on has been helping MATU to understand what it means to be MATU in the 21st century and also help them help them to engage externally with mainstream Australia. Again, that's been really successful and across their almost 100 participants who have been involved, they've seen a really improved understanding of uh, mainstream Australia and also a really exciting uh, relationships that have developed as part of the program. And what have you observed as some of the common features between these successful programs? I think the most important feature that we've seen has been that all of these programs, all the 11 programs that we've looked at, they've all had an element of being community-led and designed. And I think what this has allowed them to do is to make sure that they're meeting the needs of the community that they're serving, and then also adapt to those needs as they evolve over time. So, for example, with the MATU Leadership Program, they have identified that this need to engage externally with mainstream Australia is something which the MATU community really um, was looking for some help with and to build on. And so part of that has involved them engaging with immersions in non-Indigenous culture, 
such as going to trips to Melbourne and trips to Sydney, and then also focusing on the legal system, uh, which is something that Matu communities have to deal with quite often and helping them to understand how those work. Another example of being community-led has been with the Rivers and Ranges Community Leadership Program in Victoria. Now, this was established after the, the devastating 2009 Black Saturday bushfires. And the community saw that there was volunteer fatigue developing where a lot of people had put their hands up to help out in the community, but had been working so hard and had uh, been put in these positions without probably the skills and the support, support that they really needed. And therefore, this community leadership program could help them to overcome this issue of volunteer fatigue. You know, that was a really critical component. The other components that we saw were four really key components in actually how the program was run. The first of which was skills development. So this was a focus on helping participants to understand different leadership styles or time management, self-awareness, public speaking. Um, and this often took place in the shape of workshops or seminars that were run by facilitators. The second component was around the community knowledge and awareness. So this is where, as they are community-led pro programs and, and based on helping to build community leadership, there was a real focus on what are the community needs and the key community issues that those leaders will be dealing with and helping those leaders to understand them better. So, for example, in the Lodden Murray program, this, this is, has a key focus on agriculture. So, therefore, they would have a program day where they focus on the agricultural sector. The third key component was the network expansion. Um, and this revolves around helping them build relationships that are really critical to becoming impactful community leaders. So this might be both within their cohort, but also with, with the wider community and other leaders who work within those institutions. So for example, with the Lodden Murray, again, this is created through the opening and closing retreats, which help to build relationships within the cohort but then also those program days where they're able to interact with industry and people working within local governments and institutions. The fourth and final key component that we saw um, in the operation of the programs was a focus on gaining practical experience. So this was often done, for example, in the case of MATU through immersions and, and public speaking opportunities. And with Lodden Murray in the use of community projects where participants were able to design and run their own projects that they thought would have a profound impact upon the community. So across being community-led and then the four key components that we saw, we found that these were really critical to make sure that the community leadership programs were successful in developing the leadership capacity of their participants. Thanks, Dan, for sharing your insights. And for those of you who'd like to find out more, you can read the article in the SVA Quarterly, features of successful community leadership programs. Related podcasts and articles can be found on the SVA Quarterly site, www.socialventures.com.au forward slash SVA hyphen quarterly forward slash. <laughs>